Undercover Carson, Secret Agent. Operation Death Ray, an assignment in Rio. abandon of Rio's annual carnival was due to break out on the Sunday, but even on the Saturday morning the excitement was intense. However, gloom had settled over Sir Giles Davenport's Copacabana apartment. The following day, Chaka would be busy gathering the last of the death ray information from scientist number six, the Cossack. But all our hopes of tracing that bird seemed to have flown with Fakarelli. That bewildering and blindingly attractive creature had tricked us once again, but to make the gloom even deeper, there was the death of the faithful Angelo. His nephew, another Angelo, was with us now. He was nervous and not quite sure of himself as yet. Meanwhile, I'd never seen Sir Giles so upset. You call for me, Excellency? Yes. Uh, <clears throat> now, young man, Angelo, Carson and I are both deeply shocked by our friend's passing. And no doubt it's caused great distress among your uncle's many relatives and acquaintances. It has, Excellency. But they will see to it that he has the funeral that is fitting to his nobility. Yes, he he was indeed a noble fellow. Fifteen years. <laughs> Won't ever be quite the same without him. However, that is our loss and our private misfortune. I, I hesitate to burden you and your people with other troubles at such a time. But so much is at stake. Your, uh... Uncle spoke to you of this fellow, uh, Chaco. See, si, Excellency, a person of great darkness. And elusiveness. He spoke also of this Cossack. See, si, he will dance in such a costume at the carnival. We believe so. But before he dances, we must either reach him or stop Chaco from reaching him. It is understood, Excellency. So if there's anything you're able to glean about these fellows, the very shadow of a clue, let's have it. Have no doubt, Excellency. I know you're of the same solid stuck as your uncle. But three generations removed from the state of savagery. Of course. Our Angelo kept telling us that he was but two generations. But uh, now, young man, you're our Angelo. And this is the first of many requests. Though, as I say, it does concern us that we should trouble you at such a distressing time. I will attend to the matter at once, Excellency. I go now. And I feel certain you'll turn out to be every bit as fine a man as your uncle. You give me great heart, Excellency. <sighs> Let's sit down a moment, Carson. We must sort things out. Angelo's with his own people now, Carson. And as I suspected, that blow on the head was much more severe than we first believed. Uh, there'll be no trouble, sir. The uh, police, I mean. No, no. Thanks to our medical friend, one of the stoutest allies to have in these parts... It was an accident, a, a bad fall. Uh, but it wasn't an accident, sir. Friend Deauville must have struck him a really savage blow. I fear so, Carson. Uh, we have a score or two to settle with that turncoat. We have indeed. And if only we knew where to locate him, then we might have a chance to, to force something about Charco from him. Charco's apparently got him frightened, as he has Fakarelli frightened. You tried to contact both of them? Mm, so, sir. Phones remain unanswered in Faye's apartment and Deauville's flat. But Deauville has a place out of town somewhere. The servant there says he's away. What about this travel agency he conducts in the city? Mm, same answer, sir. Out of town. Does the same apply to his sister, Miss Jensen? I can't make out why Helena hasn't contacted us. <laughs> Possibly she's decided to stand by this treacherous brother of hers after all. I don't know what to make of it, sir. 
Again, phones remain unanswered, both at the place Elena lives and at the antique shop in Rua de Ufidor. Man alive, at a time of wild spending like this, surely she'll have that antique and curio shop open. That's what I can't understand. All of a sudden, everyone seems to have gone underground. Well, sir, we must ferret someone out. But where are we to start? Well, we can't sit round here feeling sorry for ourselves. But you've given me an idea, sir. That shop should be open. Let's look it over. This, uh, this is heavy going, Carson. Everything all right, sir? Oh, yes, yes, except that I'm not really in a mood for all this, this buffeting. We're almost right opposite now. Let's get right back against the shop fronts and look the place over. Carson, what is it? Helena's shop. Take a look, sir. Hmm? Great heavens, clearance sale. Sir, all of a sudden she's selling out. But it says, uh, starting Wednesday. Yes, sir. Meanwhile, the place is locked up. Closed down for the period of the carnival. So it seems. The young woman said nothing of this to us, Carson. Not a whisper, sir. As far as we were informed, she was here in South America to keep an eye on the loved, though wayward brother, Roger Deville. Why has everyone suddenly vanished from sight? We seem to be frustrated at every turn. Now hold it, sir. Door opening. Jones, yes. And isn't that... Friend Deville. So. Slam the door shut now. But we must work wheelie. Yes, it's going to be difficult in this crowd, sir. But besides, I, I think I should look over the shop. He's been up to something in there. But we can't let the blighter walk off. We must at least follow him. Well, you attend to that, sir. I'll get over to the shop and get busy with pipe come skeleton key. have it this time. Uh, looks like it. So, got it. Now, inside. And shut out pandemonium. Well, almost, anyway. Now to see what... Hmm, life. Seems to be coming from somewhere out the back. Uh, so, cupboard business under stairway. Hey there. Roger, you beast. Let me out. Roger hasn't, I'm afraid. Yeah, but to work again with skeleton key. Roger, do you hear me? Yeah, hold steady. This time I'll never forgive you. Never. Yeah, this one should be easy. <clears throat> like so. Roger, I knew you wouldn't leave me there to... to... Elena, my dear. Bruce. Oh, Bruce. I'll take it easy now. Thank heavens, Bruce. Thank heavens. Oh, but... But I mustn't be silly. Oh, come now, Elena, I understand. But... But there's so much I don't understand. It seems only a few minutes since Roger left. I saw him leaving, as a matter of fact. He slipped inside. But how? And how did you manage to open this cupboard door? With pipe. Pipe? Bruce. I <laughs> let it pass. Point is, I heard you knocking. I just banged because... Because I didn't know what else to do. Oh, just as well you did. But what's your dear brother been up to this time? Have you seen what's written up in the shop windows? Yes, I have. It surprised me. Clearance sale. That's my dear brother's idea of getting enough money to get himself away from here. You mean Roger was selling out on you? Yes, Bruce. He said he didn't intend leaving me here later than tonight. He was taking me somewhere till I showed some common sense. Does he suspect that you've had any dealings with Sir Giles and myself? Oh, he has made some vague remarks, but he does, in his egotistical way, still believe that I'm blindly faithful and subservient to him. No, that's just as well. But as for this Chaco... He seems to have Roger terrified. So terrified that he's liable to do anything. And that's why he's so desperate to raise enough cash to escape. I'm afraid so. He wants to run out on everyone now, even the Europeans who've been employing him. But uh, anything more about Chaka? 
believe me, Bruce. I tried to find out, but I couldn't. Not without arousing Roger's suspicions. Mm, that's bad. Things haven't improved, Bruce? I'm afraid not. Angelo died, you know. Oh, no. Never recovered from the blow your brother dealt him. I... I haven't realized until these last few days how really rotten he is. I say, Castle! Oh. Oh, don't worry, my dear. It's only Sir Giles. Of course. Uh, right in here, Sir Giles. The coast all clear? Yes, come right in. I've unlocked the door. Oh, good. Bruce, how is he? After losing Angelo, uh, Angelo, I mean. Oh, he's deeply upset, my dear. I can well imagine. Uh, any luck, sir? What would you expect in a crowd like that? The blighter was soon out of sight. Oh, your brother, Miss Jensen, you will pardon me. I understand, Sir Giles. But have you come to light with anything for us? Unfortunately not. I was just telling Bruce. Uh, we are up against it. Out there in the crowd, one could see that the carnival had practically started. But, um, uh, this sail, Miss Jensen, and your strange silence... All Deauville's doing, sir. But I suggest we get Helena back to relative safety of your apartment and talk things over there. Besides, we want to be on deck if Angelo's nephew comes to light with anything. After all the weeks of searching, of intrigue and counter-intrigue, we were fast coming to the eve of the last round. And what did we know? Charco was small, dark, with piercing eyes. The Cossack was a dancer, we felt certain, as a member of a Russian troupe, one of the traditional features of the processions. Once Charco had his information, then he had everything required for the quick completion of the death ray. And so all this was on our minds as we struggled back to Sir Giles' Copacabana apartment. Helena was composed again, but not quite so cold and aloof as usual. The barrier between us had been broken. Now I could understand her conduct. And this brother of yours, Miss Jensen, you say he was going to take you out of town for the duration of the carnival? And the sale of everything in the shop. Have you any idea where? Well, Sir Giles, in the past, I believe that he's taken people to some watch houses on an ancient estate. I say that. What is it, Bruce? In the past, Elena... We were rather cooped up in the watch house. Yes, we were indeed. A fellow called Galvaire was behind it all. And a most unsavoury bird. And my brother was behind him. Then that clears up another of the many puzzling features of this business. So, sir. But, Helena, you know what happened to Galvaire? He was killed in some trouble. He was murdered before he could talk to us. Oh, don't tell me, Bruce. Then Roger lied to me. I rather have the feeling that dear Roger was behind the killing. How could I keep on protecting him for so long? Blood is thicker than water, they say, Miss Jensen. But no longer, Sir Giles. I want to help. Help to stop this dreadful weapon from falling into the wrong hands. Well, for the present, all you can do is to stay put in this apartment. Who now? Uh, you want me to... No, uh... no, Carson, I'll answer it. It's an unfamiliar knock, however. Uh, who is it? Angelo. Oh, all right. Uh, hold Bruce, on. you told me that Angelo uh, was... Sir, uh, this is his nephew. You see of course. That's it, young man. Step right inside. This is your new home, you know. Many thanks, Excellency. Now, come over here to Carson and Miss Jensen. Let's hear what's brought you back so soon. I fear, Excellency, that it is nothing of assistance to you. Oh, I see. My relatives, Excellency, and the former acquaintances of my uncle, these people whom you sent to contact for you... Yes, yes, go on. I am afraid, Excellency, I am very sorry... But they say to me that they no longer care to be interested in this search of yours. Of course. They're distressed at your uncle's death, no doubt. But that does leave us in one great jam. The carnival starts tomorrow. But where do we start? 
I fear we just do not know. Sir Giles was right. After all our striving, we seemed to be back at the start of everything. The laughter and shouting echoed up to us from the crowded pavements and boulevards, as if scornfully telling us that our chances were nil in Operation Death Ray. (laughs) 